Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's going to be a cold weekend. Grab that special somebody. Hold them tight. Get a little warm. Get a little warm this weekend. How we doing? Friday show. Friday is already here. Halfway through the month. You making it okay? You doing okay in 2020? A new decade? All that stuff, uh, all that holiday stuff finally behind us. Maybe you finally got the uh, Christmas lights down. I thought I was the last person to get Christmas lights down. Uh, But yesterday, working the second job, drove by someone's house, still had the Christmas tree up and the Christmas lights on outside the house. So uh, I guess I was not the last person to take their uh, holiday stuff down. And oh, well, but it's going to be cold. And you know how I know it's going to be cold outside? Because I am freezing inside right now. It feels like two outside. It might feel like 15 here in the studio. It is cold. It's so cold, I had to text John Simon to bring me a coffee. Because unlike most people in the morning, I only bring cold drinks. I have my energy drink. I have my water. And this morning, I had half a Gatorade left over from yesterday. So all I had was cold stuff to put into my body. Thankfully, John Simon brought a nice, warm, large coffee. And let me tell you, it is warming me up quite a bit. So John, on air, thank you so much for this coffee. Greatly appreciated. You're very welcome. It's brought to you with much love. Oh, thank you, John. That means so much. That means so much. Um, All right. So yesterday, you know, I try to follow these things for you guys. I try my best to watch all this impeachment stuff because I want to sound informed. You know, as we mentioned during the week, I went to this place called the library and I got the articles of impeachment as well as the county executive's book on how he thinks he saved the bills. Because if I'm going to comment on it, if I'm going to say something about it, I'd like to be informed. I'd like to know what I'm talking about. But, oh, my gosh. That impeachment swearing in yesterday, if you watched all of that, if you got through all of that, the swearing in, the 
managers marching in and giving their opinion of what happened, you know, I, I applaud you. I don't know how you could sit through all that. It's, it's making me cringe just to hear it. And here's how it sounded. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the swearing in yesterday, I mean, they played it as an in-depth during the morning show and they needed to wake me up to hit the stop set because it put me to sleep. Tell me how you sit through this. Now, I know we want to be informed, all right? We want to follow what's going on in Washington, but it gets to a point where I need, if I'm going to watch this, I need Sandstorm by Darude behind it. The only way I'm staying awake, watching this. Just listen to this. Uh, Senators, I attend the Senate in conformity with your notice for the purpose of joining with you for the trial of the President of the United States. I'm now prepared to take the oath. Will you place your left hand on the Bible and raise your right hand? Do you solemnly swear that in all things appertaining to the trial of the impeachment of Donald John Trump, President of the United States, now pending, you will do impartial justice according to the Constitution and the laws, so help you God. I do. God bless you. Thank you very much. At this time, I will administer the oath to all senators in the chamber in conformance with Article 1, Section 3, Clause 6 of the Constitution and the Senate's impeachment rules. Will all senators now stand or remain standing uh, and raise their right hand? Do you solemnly swear that in all things appertaining to the trial of the impeachment of Donald John Trump, President of the United States, now pending, you will do impartial justice according to the Constitution and laws, so help you God. That was not a hundred I do's. I think a few of them fell asleep. I really do. I mean, and a, a text reminded me, congratulations if you got through two days ago the cringeworthy signing of the articles to pass them to the Senate and the little parade they did with the articles. If you got through that, I congratulate you. Again, we want to be informed. We want to follow this stuff. You got to spice it up a little bit. This is this is some boring stuff. It really is. And then put on top of it, the lack of evidence that goes into this impeachment. It is so infuriating and so boring to follow. It really is. And I'm sure the last thing you guys want to do is hear me complain more and more about the impeachment. But it it has just gotten to, there's the cringeworthy, the pens, and, and Nancy Pelosi handing a pen to each person that was standing behind her. Look at Jerry Nadler when she handed him that pen. He didn't know what, he was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? Even Jerry Nadler doesn't know what's going on. It is, you, you have the cringeworthy, the boring, and then put on top of it, I'm infuriated. And you can put uh, text on the text board if you disagree with this. I'm infuriated because if you were part of the Senate or Congress when President Clinton was being impeached, you shouldn't still be on the Senate or in Congress. I'm sorry. That is too long. Career politicians should not be a thing. 
And that's not even that long ago. We're talking a little over two decades. But it, it, we should not have all these senators and all these congresspeople commenting on what they did during the Clinton impeachment. That is way too long. So if you're not infuriated by just the circus that this impeachment has become, if you haven't fallen asleep yet listening to that swearing in, you've got to somewhat be infuriated that you still have the same people running Washington that were running it in the 90s. It is time for a turnover. It's time for term limits. If the president needs term limits, so do the people that keep him in check. It's the whole thing just, I have to step away. I have to step away. And you know, starting next week, starting on Tuesday, we are going to be in full gear. And I don't mean we here at WBEN. I mean we as a country and this impeachment will be in full gear. Impeachment will be everywhere. It'll be on the bottom line of ESPN during a college basketball game. It, it, it's going to be so difficult to run away from. And it's just getting started. It's just getting started. We thought Congress was just getting started. That was like the preseason. That was OTAs. Congress was uh, spring training. Which, speaking of spring training, John Simon and I have a manager discussion to have during this break with Carlos Beltran no longer at the Mets, but that's a different topic for a different day. We thought, we thought the whole congressional thing, which was laughable, we thought that was the beginning of the end of this whole thing. Turns out that was spring training, maybe week one of the preseason. Finally, the regular season starts next week. And I'll tell you, get a pillow, get some techno music, get something. Either get the pillow because you're going to doze off or get the techno music to keep you awake. All right. Believe it or not, impeachment will be part of what we talk about today, but I'm actually going to talk about you. I want to talk about you and the effects of politics in 2020. That's right. How do politics affect you? And more so, how is it affecting you mentally? There's a lot of stuff over the last few months that has been published about mental health and the effects of politics, especially in an election year. I want to know how it has affected you or those around you, but also, what do you do to step away? I think it's important to have moments where you can step away from the chaos. So that's what we're going to talk about when we come back. I want to talk about you. Now, we can talk impeachment. We can talk how the impeachment has played into this. But I think we all need a little break from full-on impeachment talk and talk about the effects of you. And let's make you see clearly. Let's step away Let's learn how other people are stepping away. I think that's what I'm more interested in. The steps you take to just back off. You know, it's Friday. It's a long weekend for most people. It's going to be cold. As I said at the beginning, as I said at the beginning of the show, get that special somebody, hold them tight. It's going to be a cold weekend. 
But I want to know how you're stepping away from politics and also the effects it, have, it has had on you mentally. And that's a real thing. We're going to go through some statistics, some numbers. I see on the text board a lot of you want to get away from impeachment for the day. Well, we are. We're going to talk the effects of politics and how you step away, at least for the first hour or so, because today is also quit your resolution day. And we may also uh, talk about that later in the show. But I'd like to talk to you, 803-0930, star 930. I have gone way over the break, so we will hit that. When we come back, we will talk to you here on News Radio 930 WBEN. 803-0930, yes, how are politics affecting your mental health? You might be like me and say, well, it's not because, you know, right now the biggest thing on my mind is, how are the Mets going to replace Carlos Beltran in less than 30 days? And John, by the way, the answer is Terry Collins. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but according to, and again, we have the Wall Street Journal did a story on this. Huffington Post did a story on this. But in the Wall Street Journal article, they took averages, uh, some percentages of around the country. They asked people, what has changed in the last year when it comes to your mental health in politics. And here are the, some of the numbers. And, and I'll, I have to say, I would be more surprised if it wasn't for social media. I think social media gives us a great look into what people are thinking. So you understand it a little more. And we'll get more into that as the show goes on. But here are some numbers uh, about uh, the effects of politics on your health. Now, 11.5% say politics have affected their physical health. 18.3% say they've lost sleep because of politics. Now, I don't think I go into that category, but election day 2016, I lost a lot of sleep, but that was most, mostly because I was excited and I was here working till 4 a.m. that day. So that wasn't a bad losing sleep. That was a very excited losing sleep. 26.4% say they have become depressed when a preferred candidate lost. 26.5% say politics has led them to hate some people. And 20% say differences in views have damaged a valued friendship. Also, a gentleman they interviewed in this article from Iowa said he had to up his dosage of anxiety medication after President Trump was elected. 803-0930, how has it affected you? If you're on hold, we'll get to you after the break, but we only have a minute, so I do not want to short anyone of time. But we're talking, and social media plays into this. You know, I was doing research this morning for the show, and I didn't have to look far. I could just go on my Twitter feed. I mean, every day. And it doesn't matter if you're on the left side of the aisle, on the right side of the aisle. Every day, there is something that is just blown out of proportion, and people just focus so much on it. Like the Chris Collins thing, okay? Yeah, Chris Collins, we did this show earlier in the week. I think he should get a heavy sentence, and I said in 2018 that we should vote against him just so we wouldn't have this issue. But the way people are just hounding on it, counting down to when his sentencing is. That's, I mean, it's kind of pathetic. 
but also you're just letting this get in your mind and take over. There's got to be a way to step away after this. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here on the Friday show. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you're all having a great start to the end of the week. We are halfway through January, just chugging along, chugging along. We are talking politics. How is it affecting your mental health? And how are you stepping away to save your sanity? 803-0930, star 930. Chris in Tonawanda is first today. Chris, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Chris, I'm doing all right. How are these uh, politics affecting you? Um, if anything, they made me more resolute, more determined, more focused, that this is a long-term goal, that I will always vote conservative. Uh, I've become a staunch Republican as I've gotten older, and it has uh, opened my eyes to the fact that many Democrats, especially those with positions of leadership in Congress, in my opinion, are outright communists. They are unpatriotic. They hate this country. They can't get over the fact, and you know this, Joe, that because Donald Trump won and crushed their candidate, they're doing everything they can to impeach him because they don't have a prayer in a few months during this year. I believe it'll be a landslide. So that's why they're doing the games. And for me personally, I use, I'll check in with, um, with news and, and things of that nature, but I, don't, I really don't watch the mainstream press anymore because I believe they're so biased and so hate-filled toward this country. Just the fact that last week so many Democrats and the mainstream media defended and applauded that murder from Iraq just shows you the lengths they'll go to deceive and mislead the people of this country. You're talking about the guy from Iran, right? Correct. I'm sorry. I said Iraq. Yes. The uh, the general from Iran who had blood on his hands with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lost lives. Now, Chris, tell me, though, you do need to find time to step away from it all. And what do you do just to kind of clear your mind and get away from politics for a few seconds? Well, one thing, uh, I mean, when I can, I do watch football or I'll go to the gym or something like that. My wife is tired. I got to admit, my wife is tired of, of, of the whole political charade. But I think you said this once before. I, I told my wife, I said, if Trump wins, I said, this will be never ending. I said, this will be nonstop. I said, you have to get used to it. Oh, no doubt. Apparently, right. And so far, that's been the case. There are a lot of people who didn't think this would go on. I said this is going to go on because I do believe there is a nefarious deep state. There are people that have a lot to lose. And this man is exposing all the corruption, all the crookedness 
from all kinds of politicians, Republican and Democrat, and certainly the mainstream press. So, I mean, I like sports if I can. I do things with family. Um, I'm, a, I'm active in my faith at my church. But what is crucial is I do not watch the mainstream press. All right, Chris, thanks for the call, man. You have a great weekend. That is Chris in Tonawanda opening up a line for you. Yeah, you just have to find a way to step back. You you know, it it, it gets to be just too much. It gets to be way too much. And, you know, Sandy has mentioned this. You can't – it is very difficult to get away from, but you have to. You know, back in the day, uh, before my time – you didn't have an outlet to always go to for 24-7 news. You didn't have CNN, Fox News, MSNBC. Uh, local news was at 5, 6, and 11, not 4, 5, 5.30, 6, 6.30, 11. You know? So you've got to have a little bit of control. If you know it's getting to the point where you're red in the face, maybe your heart rate is a little higher than the resting heart rate and you're just sitting there, you need to know to step back. If not for your sanity, at least for your physical health. Like I said, this Wall Street Journal article, there are close to 12% of the nation has had physical effects of politics. They've taken a physical toll on them. So if not for your sanity, for your physical health, you don't want to get to the point where you're so uptight, you're so into it that you're doing damage to yourself or that you're stress eating because you're so upset over something that's going on in Washington. You know, step back, look at all the good you have in your life. Focus on that every now and then. Focus on you. Someone said perfectly yesterday when Sandy asked if you're in the real world or the political world, and one of the comments were, I'm in what affects me world. I follow local politics that affect my daily life. Because I hate, I hate to be the one to tell you this. Yes, the impeachment, it might get you worked up. You, no matter what side of the aisle you're on. But guess what? Your daily life is not being affected. If you didn't watch the impeachment for an entire week, your day-to-day life is not being affected. You can go a day or two without following what's going on in Washington. I promise you that. You can step back from social media on the weekends or for a day during the week. But when it's 943 and you've already got 25 tweets, mostly on Chris Collins getting sentenced, you might want to think about stepping back, taking a break. Because I don't think that's healthy for you. I'm not a doctor. Obviously, this is an opinion. This is my opinion for the next three hours. But you might just want to step back. You might be way too into this. And not in a good way. And this is coming from a kid who did excellent in government class in high school. So I'm not saying ignore it 24-7. Ignore it But as someone like me, who's into politics, obviously, I do my research, I do my homework, I know 
when I'm getting too wound up, I just need to step back. All right? I need to, I need to turn the Virginia Tech basketball game on and let that get me all worked up. So you just have to know when to step away. And I think not only for your mental health, not only for your physical health, but maybe for the relationships around you, your significant other, family members. Maybe it's affecting them as well. 803-0930, if you're on hold, we will get to calls right after this much-needed break here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you here on the Friday show asking two simple questions. How have politics affected you and your mental health? And also, how do you step away from politics to keep your sanity? 803-0930. Let's go over to West Seneca. Dan, good morning. Oh, it's Don. Don. Oh, Don, good morning. And good morning. And this is a brilliant question, extremely timely. So I want to thank you much for bringing this up it's really key for our community to think about our mental health thank you don thank you yeah i've lost friends and and even family over politics in the last six years and it's driven me really really hard into doing a lot of research and i know a lot of your uh your listeners are really woke you know they know what's going on so my my angle on this thing really is to pull the problem out from the roots rather than to kind of run away from it I'm not saying that that mental health is running away from something. We have to have balance, of course. But at the same time, the problem is not going to go away, which is why I'm proposing a monthly conservative convention where people in our community can come together and work out these problems in in a kind of a grassroots sort of movement. So I created the uh, Constitutional Sanctuaries of America, csofamerica.weebly.com. That's a place where people can find out more about that. But, you know, it's not so much the social media, I feel, but it's that the left just keeps moving forward with their plans to destroy America. You know, we we see the news feed is is, is constantly just insane things. Transgenders doing story time in libraries and, you know, the Second Amendment issue in Virginia. And every day it's just a waterfalls of negativity and toxicity that comes into our lives. So, you know, yeah, we, we have to exercise, meditate, do, you know, sports, all that stuff. But that's not going to stop the problem, obviously. So it, it seems, you know, of course, we want to call out to our leaders to do something for us in that regard. But I think why don't we take some of our energy and, and put it towards solving these problems, which is why I uh, came up with this idea of the Constitutional Sanctuaries of America. All right, Don, we will look into it. Don in West Seneca. Let's go to CJ in Buffalo. CJ, good morning. Oh, good morning to you. CJ, how do you step away from politics? Well, this is the way democracy works. Um, Citizens should listen to all sides and make their own decision. If we close our minds and turn away, then we lose our voice. It is hard, but democracy is hard. Um, Of course, we should all get on with our daily lives with family and friends, but then we have to listen and learn. I agree, CJ. I I think that's a huge issue in 2020 with uh, social media, with all the different news networks, is people only listen to a side they agree with and don't get the other side. Yeah, that's not a good thing. 
No, I agree 100%. You know, I think most people who listen to this show know where I stand politically. Uh, but believe me, I try to go to news sources that might have a bias on the other side of the aisle just so I know I, I can try to find the middle of the two extremes. So do I. All right, CJ, any other way it's uh, politics have affected you over the last few years? No, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to stay on an even keel and listen to everything and make my own decisions. All right, CJ, thank you so much for the call. That's CJ in Buffalo opening up a line for you. Now, Pop Sugar is a website I've never heard of, uh, but they did have a very interesting, like, seven ways to ease your anxiety during the election. This is actually from this month. Brand new uh, material here. And a lot of things that I've been saying, they put in this article. But I did not write it, I promise you. Uh, Number one, don't get swept up in the news cycle. And that is very important. With all the news that is out there, you got to take some time for you. You've got to take some time for yourself. Because think of it this way. Yes, there are politicians out there that work hard for their constituents, of course. But you're... If so many people are losing sleep over politics, think of it this way. This is how I used to do uh, when I was attracted to a girl and losing sleep over it. I would think to myself, is she losing sleep over me? Most likely not. So think of it that way. The politicians, the, the political race that you're losing sleep over, that you're tweeting nonstop about every morning. Think of it this way. Is that politician losing sleep over you? Are they tweeting nonstop about you? They can step away. Name the last president who didn't golf. Name the the last senator who stayed in Washington during their entire recess. They can step away from it. So can you. It's pretty simple. And I think the problem is a lot of people don't want to step away from it. They want to be caught up in all of this nonstop, 24-7, 365. And it's going, to take, it's going to take a toll on you somehow. If it's not your mental health, it's going to be your physical health. Because you're so swept up in it. Every time something you don't like happens, what do most of us do? Stress eat. Now, if you can do as the first caller said and turn that into a visit to the gym, well, then everything I'm saying, I guess, is wrong. If you can turn that stress into stress working out, it might work out for you. But don't get so caught up in it where you are suffering, where your relationships are suffering, where people around you are suffering. That's not healthy for anybody. And yes, it's 2020. There's an election coming up. We are less than a year away from that election. You have the Iowa caucuses in less than three weeks. So yes, a lot of stuff is about to hit you. On top of this impeachment, you've got impeachment, the primaries, NY27 special election. I know it's difficult to get away from. You just got to find a way. And that's what I'm asking you. How do you step away And how has it affected your mental health? That's politics. 
If you're on hold, I promise we will get to you at the start of the next hour. The 9 a.m. cash code was TICKET. It was TICKET. You have two minutes to text TICKET to 72881. And after rush, I will have your 10 o'clock cash code here on WBEN. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 